Hey, hey, we should do an intro. No, we shouldn't. How will they know we're the theater boys? They'll just know, okay? We're back. Again. This time, the theater boys did not go to the theater. We stayed in and watched Netflix. Which was fine. I'm acceptable. Acceptable wins. Every now and again, they produce something that's not action movie number four. Like, so, that's what my wife and I will usually watch. We'll cue something up. It usually seems to have Jason Statham or some other bald guy in it. Or Red Notice. Or Red Notice. Well, it's... The Rock is bald. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the... That's how these movies go. Um, but we watched The King, which is one of my personal favorites. Not not my personal favorite, but I enjoyed it. I, I always get it. I enjoyed it. It's like same vibes as Braveheart. But was good. was very good. I have not actually seen Braveheart. That's something I need to do. What? Yeah. I have a long What are you doing? To watch for all of the talking about <laughs> movies I do. I have not seen a ton of movies. Wow. But yeah, so without spoilers here for the first little bit, uh, really gritty, I'd say. Do you agree? Gritty. Kind of like, I mean, not, not Renaissance, medieval movie. say gritty but it has it it's a very dr- the action scenes are gritty the action scenes are gritty yeah i would say the build-up before then a lot of things is much more like dramatic and like much like they did a lot of creative stuff there yeah there's a lot of politicking uh, there's a lot of like character introduction characters coming in yeah. characters coming out they do a really good job of like in the first two acts of the movie building up the character that is going to be King Henry. Um, I just, I like it a lot. He's like kind of the drunkard, kind of like the, the mm-hmm. do good or do no gooder uh, son of the king. And, and then, you know, you see that he is, yes, he is a drunkard and so on, but he's also like, he's the outcast because he's the reasonable one. Yeah. I think it's the. Like he doesn't like his father because his father is an absolute tyrant and he doesn't want to be like his dad. So he doesn't want to be king because he doesn't want to be a tyrant, which is, you know, a good, uh, a good logical thing to go for. If you've only seen bosses that are horrible bosses, you don't want to become a boss. That awkward moment when Kevin Spacey is in the movie Horrible Bosses. I don't know if he's ever in charge anyone, but I'm sure he was a horrible boss. Anyway, um, yeah, so movie picks up. This guy's just kind of like chilling. His dad's sick. Uh, his dad is spitefully like, hey, I'm going to not make you king because I don't like you. And I don't think you're going to be a good ruler because you're not going to rule the way I'm going to rule. And he goes, that's fine. I didn't want to. And then shenanigans ensue and he finds himself as king and having to deal with everything. Um, the movie's old enough now. I think we can go on with spoilers. What do you say? Yeah. All right. So I like how, you know, this is a war movie. Like, it's mm-hmm. your, your generic action movie, but it takes the approach of war is bad. And that's kind of the, his whole character is, I want to, fu- like, I want to avoid wars. Um, the actual, I looked this up after the first time I saw the movie. King Henry was, like, gravely injured in battle at age 13. I don't know how old he is when this movie takes place, but they have the scar on his cheek, which was from that, I guess, an arrow or a bolt went into his face and they actually had to make a special tool to drill it out. But a uh, little backstory for you there. So, you know, he's, he's seen, he's seen some, some crap and you know, he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. And now he ends up, you know, trying to avoid it and trying to be peaceful. 
And then you see him kind of do whatever he can to prevent others from dying by that whole, mm-hmm. like, I will always challenge the leader of the opposing army thing. Yeah. Which I much, much appreciate. Yeah. But, but then it goes sideways. Yeah. But it's a very, I think it's a, like, for me, I, I, I thought it odd. Um, not the, I, I don't want to have war. Because that's, like, a very real... A very, like, if you're a king and you're, like, a good king, like, A, you don't. Like, you don't want to kill the people uh, that you have serving underneath you. Um, but I thought it was interesting, at least in the, in the drama of the play, I thought he was coerced rather quickly for such a strong personality that he had um, being, like, the outcast and being the one that was, like, you know what, I'm not living up to my dad's expectations... I'm not going to do this. And that was his whole thing for, like, up, like, for his first, like, whatever, few days as king. And before then, like, he didn't want to be that way. And then drama ensues, and it kind of, like, plays as, like, the mundane of being king. And then him far away from his friend. And then he's pressed into this decision by uh, dubious people from facts that didn't sit right at least to me as a viewer to begin with um from like these assass like these jabs from france calling him like a boy and then like an assassination attempt that it just didn't to me as a viewer i was like this doesn't sell so if i can't believe that it's france i don't believe that the 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 main character timothy charlemagne's character could believe that it's a uh assassination attempt I bought a hook, like, hook, line, and sinker, wee-wee. Yes. I was full (laughs) sense all the way. France was going to antagonize them. Um, I didn't really think about it that way, that it kind of seemed ridiculous out the get-go. I think one thing the movie does do poorly is, I I feel like there's a lot of passage of time between when he becomes king to when he actually goes to war. Yeah. And they don't really show that. Yeah. Um, Like, they don't age the characters at all, so it's not like... I, I don't know... Historically, either how long it was, but... He had a very short reign as king. Yeah, he, I mean, he died young, too. It was, um, like, maybe... I think it was maybe a five-year reign, a six-year reign. Yeah, It was so, very short, at least from what I remember. I, I believe I remember he looked up, he died when he was 40, so then if yeah. he... If his reign was only that long, then... Yeah, he, I think he, it was maybe max 10 years, but it wasn't, like, a long... Yeah, so he didn't... Doing anything. Didn't last very long, but uh, as, you know, English kings go... Yeah. Uh, was King Henry VIII was the one that drove everyone to the colonies, right? So, like, it wasn't that far off. No, King George III. King George III. King Henry VIII was the one with all the well, wives. Well, wait, right? he, made a, he might have drone, pe- drove... The eighth might have drove people to the U.S. for the first time. Yeah, that was the whole, the whole whatever Protestant thing, and they were like... Yeah. I always remember King George because Revolutionary War. He's the taxation without representation guy. Ah, that's that's the king that I remember. I wonder if they have to go through, the in the UK, their kings, like we do our presidents. Because there's that, that kid who gets up there, and then, like, says all of them. And then, like, you know, slightly is, like, you know, leaning more Irish or whatever, and just, like, name, names the one Irish usurper who wasn't actually king, but, like, claimed to be king. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little jab in there. Awkward. But... <laughs> I'm sure they only do, like, the mod, like, out of the modern... Uh, system that they have for like prime ministers. There's no way to do kings. But how anyway, do you not though? Like, I mean, 
What? Like, you think China does, like, emperors? No. I mean, no, but, like... Yeah. It's, it's, they're, they're numbered, man. Like, okay, I named one King Henry. I know there's seven more. Just gotta remember where. Oh, Lord. I'm sure there's some acronym word. But anyway, um... Moving on. I just, I, I... Yeah, I guess that was kind of an un, a little bit of an unbelievable thing, but I wonder, too, if that's what happened in yeah. history. Like... I mean, it's it's very plausible that, like, that could have happened. I just felt, thought the way they sold it just felt a little off to me. Because I'm like, he's, he felt, he dealt with the other things so well. Like, he dealt with, like, the, the ball insult, like, very, you know. Well, a, a ball insult is a is a insult, right? Like, yeah. you, know, you, can, you can walk up to somebody and but, call them an idiot. But the second you go to throw a punch at them, they're going to respond. Yeah, but let's be honest. You have a random French guy saying he's from France, saying he came to assassinate you, Wait. with the, and there's no, like... So I think the convincing thing was when he was talking to the guy that we later find out staged the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and at that point, you know, he's his confidant, he's his, his you know, buddy. man. And he's starting to talk about how there's a split in the people, and how the people want vengeance for france for these things done to their king whether how they knew about them or not and what could end up happening there and one thing that could weigh on his conscience is okay well if i don't handle this this itself could turn into a violent conflict but internally when his whole thing was kind of like i just want you know i think at the beginning they were talking about like fighting the welsh and fighting the other part the scots and the welsh and the other parts of the uk or britain and he wanted to bring it all together and just be like okay guys we're one team. And then to see maybe maybe he had achieved that or was close to achieving that by brokering deals and stuff after his father died. Mm-hmm. But now this is in jeopardy because there's a certain group that wants to go to France and fight and thinks that he's weak and might try to challenge him. And, you know, if you're already dealing with a group of people that you thought tried to kill you in your sleep, mm-hmm. okay, now the fact that my people might start fighting each other if I don't do anything about this okay, well, if they're, if they're going to end up fighting and dying, I would rather them fight an enemy united than divide us and fight each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that might have been what his thinking was. Um, I also, one thing I like about these kind of historical movies, and I haven't looked up the validity of The Last Duel, but it does say it's based on a true story. But the truth is stranger than fiction aspect where mm. you don't have to rely on a writer to sell you something ridiculous happening because that could just be very well exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to, after this, have to go look up if what parts of this are accurate and not. Because uh, that could be one of those things like, okay, how do we sell that he's upset about this but not about the other thing when that's just what actually happened? Yeah. Uh, and we only have so much information going back. Yeah. Uh, another aspect about these kind of movies that I like is you don't know if the good guy is going to live. I didn't know anything about King Henry when I went to go watch this, other than there was at least eight of him. <laughs> so I think they I think they say what number he is once in all of this. I don't remember it. Am I well, the fourth? He isn't actually he's not in the fourth. His father's the fourth. He doesn't t- totally he doesn't take a number in. He's known as the King of Manmouth? Madmouth? Mammoth? Something with an M, um, and that's, like, his title. He doesn't get, like, a Henry the blank designation. Fair. Because of the whole, uh, how he took the throne. Was that the name of that place where he had the battle? Was that... Yeah. 
Yeah. His so his like first battle that you see in the scene, he like defends his brother. Um basically. Oh, that's that's where he gets the name from. Yeah, even though like he doesn't um even though his brother's not appreciative of it and it seems like he's actually um unintentionally taking power from the people's perspective, but it could have been like a very dubious plan from the beginning to take power. Like a lot of what it is to me as a viewer like could be read as I'm making a show of this to the people so that then I can take power from my brother. That's or that true. I can consolidate power from the people. We don't really have a beat on his... I'm glad yeah. one of us did their homework, by the way. <laughs> I'm just... We don't really have a beat on how he was as an actual person yeah. because of the, the gap in time. And I'm sure there's yeah. things you can go in scholarly yeah. whatever. But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, the uh, the direction of taking him as the, the peace-loving... Not hippie, but, like, the... Just kind of, like, I hate war aspect might yeah. not have been it. He, because... No, it's like he, lo- he loves his people. Yeah. He doesn't want to see his people die. But, I mean, um. but to your point, though, like... Okay, so for that whole battle that took place, right, he could have said, oh, I'm not going to be king. Well, maybe I want to be king now, and I would rather die or do this thing to gain popularity. Mm-hmm. Now, I have nothing to base that on, but I don't know what they have to yeah. base the other aspect on. And yeah. It could be written down or whatever, documents, letters, yeah. however they find this thing. But I thought it was a really good part of the movie. Honestly, it's one of my kind of favorite aspects of the yeah. movie is that first fight scene. Because um, it's very gritty. I think it, the, the great thing about this really shows that the uh, like the armor weighs heavy on everyone. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is like, you're exhausted after you take two swings of the sword. Like, that's it. I'm done. We're rolling on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, yeah. That, I mean, it goes to kind of the battle from, I can't believe I keep bringing up this movie, The Last Duel, where they're like, got, yeah. like, they're they drop their swords and their shields and they're literally just punching each other in the face. Yeah. Like, trying to get anything in and give the other person concussion with their own helmet. Yeah. Like, it was really good except on a much larger scale. Yeah. Because um, the reality is, like, at least for the medieval times, like, your sword's not getting through the armor. Yeah, there was some things that they could do. They actually... You they have actually to did slit... It. You have to, like, go for the weak points in the armor. Well, they, uh, was very they, I don't know why I knew this. Probably some YouTube tangent I went on. But they hold the sword... You can actually grip the sword by the hilt and by the blade, and you can punch through um, by using both hands. And you actually see his buddy, George, right? Oh, his yeah. buddy's George. Yeah. He does that when he's in that, that scrum there. That was just brutal yeah. to watch. I mean, they did it. Um, one thing, again, ambient information I picked up at some point in my life. My understanding is, like, medieval battle scenes and movies are incredibly expensive to film because of just the amount of people you need. Yeah. Right, to really sell it. Um, I mean, Lord of the Rings got away with it, right? But they they had rows of 50 people and repeat them over CGI. Um, yeah. They developed, I think it was something like a uh, um, a game engine where they would actually have the people, AI, fight each other. Yeah. Uh, and it got to the point where they were like, you know, going through the CG world and there was an elf walking away because it had no enemies to fight. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, you know, it's it's like a... It's a huge production to do and to see that come from Netflix. I mean, now they're known for it. This movie came out in, like, 2019. It was really surprising to me because, I mean, just the the detail and everything alone was yeah. just over the top, and I loved it. Love every second of it. Yeah, and I thought they did, like, a very good job about showing its its scale when it needed scale and the the intimacy moments of when it needed to be, like, smaller. Like, you didn't have a bunch of people, like, 
in the tavern when there were tavern scenes. Like, yeah. it, it seemed like it was a normal amount of people. And then there, when there was a bunch of people, see it at the siege of the major battle, like, there was a bunch of people, and you could see the scope, and you could, like, take this all in. And at the same time, at the smaller moments, you could, like, take all the details in that were happening there. And I thought that was... Sometimes that, uh, I think fantasy movies don't do a, a good thing of balancing. I'm thinking about Warcraft being, like, one of those medieval fantasy movies. Like, it just, like, hits you big all the time. You don't really get a lot of... Yeah, like, there's always big city scenes with crowds cheering. Yeah, a lot of crowds, a lot of just, like, things you have to take in all at all the time. And not a lot of, like, small moments between characters in real places... Because apparently everywhere's busy all the time. No. Uh. <laughs> Talking about small moments and one of my favorite things about this movie. Um, going back on its history. We don't actually know what the outcome is. You know, I'm not yeah. a history of Britain kind of guy. Whatever. Um, the final battle where he's fighting the king is King Henry. And he's like knocked over on his back, crawling through the mud, uh, trying not to get stepped on. Like, he's not, like, some crazy horseback war hero like you would write a movie for, where he's just, you know, taking yeah. heads and whatever. He's not Braveheart. Like, he's not your big dude that can just, like, go through an entire battle and not die. Yeah, he's, he's like, it is, you don't know what is going to happen to him at any moment for a solid, like, five minutes. And I love it. I've yeah. seen it twice now. And every time I just look forward to this, the third act of the movie. Because yeah. um, you, know, you have this big, massive battle going on. They do a couple like top shots where you just see armor bumping up against each other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you even know what to swing at when everyone's covered in mud? Yeah. Like, they got to have some pretty, pretty distinct differences in armors there. Because I'm looking and I'm just like, it, you know, if I were to just swing a sword, I don't know who I'm going to hit. Like, it's just steel plates and steel plates, and you're like, holy smokes, and everybody's covered in mud. But then it cuts to, you know, it kind of comes into him uh, and one of his buddies at one point, and you just see what's going on with them in this massive melee. And, like, you know, they're cutting through people, they're getting knocked over. At one point, like, you know, the person's, he has people fall on top of him, and he's just got to squirm out from underneath, and he's crawling on the ground, mm-hmm. dodging horses and axes and things, and it's just complete chaos. But your own kind of little story in the chaos. You don't know how the rest of the battle is going at all while this is happening. Yeah, you really don't. Like, no, you don't really get a sense of, are they winning? Are they losing? All you know is that he's alive, and that's that's it. That's all you care about at the moment. He's yeah. alive. He's alive. He's not dead. There's a whole bunch of close calls, and you're yeah. just like, this is this is great. This is why I love this movie. Yeah. And, and I think it really grounds you in the sense that, like, that... You don't know when he can die or, like, if he could die and when in that battle. Um, because the, like, him going up against one of the the, the knights on the horse I, was one of my favorite things to see. It's, like, he, like, pokes in and then he, like, yeets out of there. He's, like, <laughs> maybe I can get him. And then it's, like, no, I can't. And it really brings in, like, the, the drama of you are really only a dude with a sword. And this is... This is your capabilities. You don't have any, like, special feats that can take you out of this. Yeah, I think he just had, like, a hammer at that point, too. Yeah. Like, because, yeah, that, that's the, the, he grabs the guy on the horse, and he's trying to pull him down, trying to pull him down, trying to pull him down, and the guy, like, smacks him, 
And then yeah. he dives under the horse, and the guy's, like, swinging his sword at him, and that's when he's, like, on the ground. He's just trying to get away. Meanwhile, there's other people coming at him and other people dying over him. And, yeah, I, like, that was really good. It like, also kind of humanized him, right? He's not a superhero. He can't do everything. Yeah, like, really putting on the limitations and really, uh, I think, you know, running away in battle but still continuing to fight, I think is a lost... Uh, a lost art in movies for for any movie but especially i think medieval oh, movies wow. like it's always you you go up to what you're doing and either you win or you die like you're you're fighting them and there there's no like retreat during the battle and come back later it's like you fight them right now or you like uh it's yeah so you win or you die type yeah type I, I, I didn't really ever think about that right like every every movie now progressive lie pro- progressive Linear, progresses linearly. There's yeah. a threat, you overcome the threat, you move on. There's a threat, you overcome the threat, you move on. There's a threat, you overcome the threat, you move on. Bop, 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 bop. Here our hero's like, there's a threat, I run away from the threat, <laughs> and then something else took care of the threat. Because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. Uh, one thing I love is, is limitations on my heroes. That's why I hate Superman so much. Um, that's a Supermen. Supermen. And Just women. Period. All of them ever, any person that the writer's like, you know what? The only way we can make our audience worry is if there's a quote-unquote lowest lane in the picture because ain't nothing bad ever gonna happen to the person that we made. So we gotta be creative with this. And that's where I just think, you know, you go down the hill. We're dealing with real people in this situation yeah. as well, so it's a, a little harder to do that with. But like, again, this not being something written for people and just a, you know, snapshot of history... I don't know how this is going to end. Yeah. They could win the battle and he could die and then chaos could ensue afterwards. Like, yeah. that was one of the, the nice parts about um, The Last Duel was like, I don't know how this is going to end. Realistically, I didn't think it was going to end the way it was. But here we are. That, that kind of mm. not knowing and not having an expectation that this was written by people for people, I like that. Yeah. I think, um, what was I going to say? I lost my thought. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I thought one of the, the coolest ways that they did make him human was um, I thought the buildup for the French kind of lord that he was going up against. I don't know if he was a prince or whatever. Yeah, I think he was the king's um, son. But he was going up, uh, you know, originally he wants to like go in a one-on-one fight and say like, hey, if I beat you, like you'll back off and I'll take the land type deal. And he's like, no, like, you're invading here. Like, you either fight with what you came for or you leave, uh, which is, like, you know, realistic. Um, but then once the battle's, like, almost over, he comes out and he's like, I'll take you up on that fight now. <laughs> and for me, up until he swings, uh, you're, you're like, oh, my gosh. Or up until, like, the battle's decided between the two of them, it's like, oh my gosh, like, this dude's in, like, black armor, like, I bet he's trained up the wazoo, and you're just like, oh my gosh, he's going to die, he's been fighting, he's been fighting all this time, he can't do this, he can't go up on a guy who's fresh, and that knows what he's doing, and then immediately the guy just falls on his face, because it's so slippery, there's no traction, he can't stand, and then, uh, Charlemagne's character is just like, not, it's not even worth his time, he just has his guys going and beat him to death. Uh, because it's just literally, it, it's the most saddest thing in the world to see. Well, and they also had won the battle, I think, at that point, was, was yeah. his point. It was like, 
I'm not going to 1v1 you in a fair fight when I have literally decimated your army when I was outnumbered. Like, yeah. I'm just going to kill you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I noticed is... So, I mean, again, it's probably based on historical fact, and it kind of comes out of nowhere, but he executes all the prisoners at the end uh, of the battle. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Yeah, so he does. Uh, which is in contrast to what he wanted to do before, which is execute the prisoners. But his buddy George said no. But George was dead, and then he executed all the prisoners. Mm. So, I again... If this is what actually happened, then there's no real reading into it or whatever. It's just what happened. But it's like, you know, his uh, his ballast, if you will, is gone, right, when George dies. Like, yeah. his, his, like, point of reason or his contrapoint to making him like his father. Yeah, his, his sounding board is gone. Also, logistically, like, I don't know if he really could have kept him alive. That's another thing, too. Yeah, let's... <laughs> at the end of this battle... Given that you just defeated an army that was much sizable more than yours, you probably have a lot of prisoners, you can't take care of them all. And you can't let them live either. And that's like, during these times, you know, the sad truth of, you know, you can't keep your prisoners alive. So I hope you die in battle because it's just going to be worse for you. Well, they were already saying too, going into the battle, that some of their men were already starving and already sick. Like his army. So, you know, now you have... Compound that. Yeah. So, but I mean, them, them were the times, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, one thing I, I picked up that was rather interesting, and again, this could just be how it was, but uh, his, his sister and mm. his wife were the only two people that, like, talked to him without kind of, like, an angle to work. Mm. And that was both of their points, both times. Yeah. Uh, his wife, I think... At the end. If I understand the relationship, he killed her brother. If yeah, I, if I but think like... that's how that worked. It could have been a stepbrother or just, like, we don't know. Yeah, but I mean, she she's like, what ball? He never sent you a ball. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, what assassin? My father never sent an assassin. And yeah. like, you know, that's this whole thing at the end is like, you know, just speak truthful to me. And I think that's the, kind of the takeaway from uh, his story is essentially like, if the people advising you are tr- like truthful, then you'll be all right, yeah. and that's your your George uh, character. And then yeah. like when they're not, well, they're all working their own angles, and then you end up with I forget that guy's name at the end, but the guy who ended up setting up the yeah. whole assassination attempt and all of that. And I, I think it was great that George understood what was going on, even though he didn't tell the king. Like I think he told the king he was like at, at some level he's like this entire campaign is for vainglory. Like, and I do not like campaigns that are just for glory. Yep. Uh, and he understood that, but it, it's the king's mindset from his advisors that if he doesn't do this, the people will not respect him. Yeah. And it's it, from George Bruce, it's like, who, like, you know, who cares if they don't respect you? Like, the people will be alive. You will be alive. The France's men will be alive. Like, no one wants to die. Yeah. And that's where they all run into the... Everyone gets murdered, bit. Yeah. But great movie. Yeah. Great movie. Would uh, recommend watching. What would you rate on it? Out of ten. Out of ten? I would give it a solid eight and a half. Yeah. I think ju- the the points I would knock off are just for me like the that plot point of I'm just like, like this is this is where you decide you want to go murder yeah, a bunch of people like this like. This is when you decide you want to go to war. Um, and the, uh, 
Yeah, I would say that just knocked it down. Like, cause I'm just like that's the that's the turning point. A and like his his motives, I think needed to be more clear for me. I think those are like the two things. Well, I think that's one thing, right? Again, it's a historical thing, so it's not like the writers of the movie are like, "Well, we really have to explain why he did these things." It's like, no, he just he just did it. Yeah. It doesn't matter why. That's true. That's true. But again, no, but, but like that that's not a a point to them, right? Like yeah. that's okay. You have to now put yourself in the shoes of this historical figure and figure mm-hmm. out why they wanted to do this thing and sell that to the person watching it. That's, yeah. That's that. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah, but right about there. I'd say like eight, eight and a half. No problem there. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, now in the Marvel lineup, do we want to compare it to the Marvel movies? Like where does this... Where does <laughs> it's this a completely <laughs> different genre. I know, but I feel like we did it in the last one and we got, we got to try. I mean... It's... What Marvel movie would you rather watch over this? I would rather watch... It depends on my mood. Because there's a lot of different moods within the Marvel Universe. But, like, if I'm just, like, blatantly trying to to find something... I would probably watch... What would I probably watch over this? Does he wear stars and stripes? That's right. That's the only thing I can relate it to is, like... (laughs) <laughs> one of the Captain America. Like, yeah, like it's like similar. Ones. It's similar to that, but I'm thinking like, in a broad sense of where I would line up if I had to like throw out genres and just call a good <laughs> they movie. They made a King movie. Henry randomly a Marvel character. No, no, no. <laughs> this was his origin story. Where would he rank? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to like put it. I would things that I would watch before this. I would say the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. It's completely different tone, but like movie wise, well, yeah, just like like if you if you that and I think the two final Avengers movies I would probably watch bef- like before this. Yeah, yeah. like those those are my three because I just love that style. Mate, I, I would say an equal in my opinion. This is like obviously completely two different movies. The two equals Thor Ragnarok and this movie to me are like. Movie, if I had to throw out genre and everything, just, like, call it a good movie, call so, it a good yeah, movie. Yeah, like, like, if you, if you gotta, like, like... Bear... <laughs> if you gotta put a pile of dead Marvel movies between yes. you and this movie, which movies are not in the pile of dead Marvel movies? Yes. Those, about those three, those four, I think are what I would watch before this, or, like, on the same level. I think, like, Civil War, Winter Soldier for me. Mm. I think this is, like, those, those are in, like, my top, like, I think it's a yeah. very good movie all around. Yeah. The point yeah. I was trying to make is, like, a lot of Marvel movies are just meh. But yeah. that's just me. That's so. true. And you're happy when they do something completely different. Uh, and hopefully they, you know, just do something that's we'll not. We'll find out next month. We'll, oh, yeah, No Way Home. Yeah, we got No Way Home. Uh, next month is going to be very busy. We yeah. have No Way Home. We have, we have Matrix. Matrix. And we yes. have Kingsman. King's Man. King's Man. King's Man. And do we have anything else coming There's out? definitely more. I'll look at my phone Yeah, later. Yeah, there has to be more. So I would say stay tuned for those coming up. I know we haven't posted a lot this past month, but you know when there's not a lot of good things to review, we're not going to send you trash. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> so need not worry about trash unless it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry we watched the turtles. <laughs> we're sorry we reviewed the movie for you. I hope you didn't go see it. Okay. Well, we hope we catch you in the next one. Thanks for getting all the way to the end of the internet to find us.
and have a great one, guys. Bye.